For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this special episode, the Bruins beat the Rangers and Jack Stanika gets sent down to Providence. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Now, I would have expected a better performance from the Bruins last night. I mean, the Rangers came into this game tied for 6th in the division with a record of 4-5-2. So the Rangers haven't had a great season, and I would have expected the Bruins to come out and really beat these guys. And I just don't mean, you know, a low-scoring game. I mean, I thought for sure it was going to be a high-scoring game. I thought the team was going to explode with goals. You know, Pasternak was going to get a couple. I thought Bergeron was going to figure in there. And basically, they didn't. And going into this game, the Bees have beaten the Rangers the last four times. So I expected something, you know, out of this team. And it was quite clear that after the first period that the Bruins had several days off. I mean, they haven't played within within a week. All right. The last time they played, I believe, was last Friday against, um, I believe it was against Philadelphia. And then, you know, they were supposed to play Buffalo. And they didn't because Buffalo was under COVID-19 protocol. So basically, they had to reschedule those games. So the Bruins had a couple days off. I figured the rest would really help. But it it really didn't. I mean, they really didn't have their skating legs yet, and it was an awful first period. Even the four, Rangers' fourth line outplayed, outplayed the Bs in that period. Let's face it. You know, so it wasn't a good first period. And the thing is, you you could tell they haven't really been on the not by now not really been on the ice because they've been on the ice practicing, but you could see that they really had, weren't really ready to play the game because players were falling everywhere. Two Bruins actually fell down at the same exact time. I thought I was watching pairs skating at the ice capades. So maybe there was something wrong with the ice. I don't know. Maybe there was a Knicks game the night before or whatever. But still, you know, what the heck was wrong with the ice? You know, because, you know, players were falling down all over the place. But the good news is that the Bruins did show some life in the second period. I mean, they really came out. They played really, really well. Chris Wagner finally tied the game at one, stealing the puck from Panarin and scoring a shorthanded goal. That was that was great. We find they finally like broke through everything. And the Bees almost took a 2-1 to one lead on a goal by Jake DeBrusque. 
but that goal was disallowed because the puck didn't completely cross the line. Now, a lot of people are probably were, would probably be complaining, but you know, you can actually tell that half the puck was basically on the line, so there was no there was no goal. But luckily, Bjork scored to give the Bees the two one lead. Now, the thing is, DeBrus did get a did get an assist on that one, so at least DeBrusque got a point on the second goal. No matter whether he scored it or he it was an assist, he got an assist on Bjork's goal, Bjork's goal, not Bjork, Bjork's goal, goal, uh, goal. And I got to tell you, I kind of like you know DeBrusque on that third line. He played really after being out a couple of out a couple of games. He played really well on that third line with Charlie Coyle and and Andres Bjork. So I expect maybe to see a little bit more of that on, you know, next time they they hit the ice on Friday. And I was a little bit, when I saw those line, practice lines, when I saw him on the third, I said, well, now you're breaking up F- Frederick and, and Coyle and Smith. Well, maybe maybe Cassidy has something going here with DeBrusque, Coyle, and, and Bjork. And putting Trent Frederick down with on the fourth line with Corrali and Wagner is going to work too. So you really don't want to screw up the lines, but I kind of like I kind of like what I saw last night with DeBrusque on with Coyle and Bjork. So maybe maybe he sticks maybe sticks around with that sticks with that line for a little while longer and see what they can do. But the thing is, I really enjoyed watching Frederick with Coyle and Smith, but you ended up breaking up those guys. You know, you ended up putting Smith on the right side of Krejci, so you had to like mix up the lines somehow, especially with with DeBrusque coming back. Now the Rangers tied it at two with a goal that I thought was going to be called off due to being played with a high stick, but it apparently was hit with a high stick, bounced off of Bruins defender, and the and one of the Rangers put in the loose puck. So I say the Rangers got lucky with that one, but. It really didn't matter because the Bees won it in overtime on a Brad Marchand goal from uh, a from a pass from Charlie McAvoy to win it. And I can probably tell you right now that as soon as as soon as overtime started, and I saw the three guys that were out there on the ice with Bergeron, Marchand, and McAvoy, I knew this game was over even before the next line hit the ice. I knew because these guys were going to, you knew one of these three guys was going to bury it like in the first minute or how long that they were on the ice in that first shift. You just knew. And the thing is, I'm so happy it was Brad Marchand because we all know how much the Ranger fans hate Brad Marchand. Well, let me, let me, let me just ask you something there. And I know that there's some Ranger fans that probably listen to this. I know how much you hate this guy. You know, you dislike him. You know, you say bad things about him. Here's the deal. If he was on your team, you would love the guy. That's what kills me. You would love this guy. You know, but no, he's a dirty player. He's that. He's this, you know. And and it's always the Rangers fans that are crying about this. All right. There are some other, a lot of other teams too. But the Ranger fans are the ones that cry about it the most. I don't know why they don't play within your division. You know, this is this is something new here this season. But, you know, still, it's funny how, you know, the whole league complains about him. But still, 
I am so happy this guy has, you know, he scores his eighth goal of the year, and I'm happy he did it in overtime to beat the Rangers. Now, there are some of you out there to say, oh, it was a lucky goal. No, the thing is, the guy's got mad skills, and he was he was able to, by looking at the goal, just looking at it, Gorgiev misplay, you know, was beaten. He was beaten by the time, he was beaten when the puck hit Marshawn's stick, game over. And I just got to say one thing, though. Thank God Nesson has the game on Friday night. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't take Pierre Maguire throughout the whole, throughout the whole, throughout the whole broadcast. If I got to hear Adam Fox's name one more time, I'm going to throw up in my coffee. I swear to God, every freaking time this guy was on the ice, Adam Fox, Adam Fox, Adam. Who cares? All right. I mean, basically, it was the Adam. It was like the Adam Adam Fox show the whole night, and I don't need to hear that. So basically, thank God, I'm going to have Jack and Brick on Nesson on Friday night. I won't have to listen to the national broadcast. I mean, to hear this guy's name every every time he's on the ice. I mean, yeah, he's a good player. I, I'll keep give you that. He's really he's good, but you don't have to keep na- give, giving him the name. You can't keep saying his damn name. You know, it's, you know, there are other players, you know, on the ice. There are other Ranger players or other Bruin, there are Bruin players on the ice. And he kept talking about this guy. Yeah, he's good. But you don't have to jam it down our throats. Basically, you know, I felt last night by the end of the game. Oh, well, this guy should get all three stars because he's Adam Fox. Ooh, you know. You know, let the guy play in the league like five or ten years, like you know, or fourteen years, like like Marshawn, or or no, not Marshawn, but Bergeron, Chara. You know, then you can start throwing his name around there. All right. So, who knows what's going to happen? But I'm just glad that the, the we won't have to deal with with Pierre Maguire. I mean, he was a horrible coach when he coached the Whalers. Horrible, horrible coach. Horrible. So, you know, just thank God we won't, I don't have to see him for a while and we got, and I got Nesson back. So, hopefully, you know, we won't see him ever again. I expect the Bruins to come out, and the thing is, I expect the Bruins to come out uh, with a little bit more firepower on Friday when the two teams return to MSG. You know, I don't expect this, you know, soft play in the first period. I expect them to be like fired up and ready to go once the puck drops on Friday night. And I have a feeling that this one isn't going to be a close game. It's not going to be decided in overtime. I have a feeling the the rain the Rangers are going to lose this one and they're going to lose this one big. And I I'm making making a bold prediction. It's going to the score is going to be 5 to 1 and that's the end of it. It's going to be probably five to one, six to six to two, something like that. The Bruins are going to come out with a little bit more firepower in their gut and win this game. Now, the other thing I want to talk about was Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask, other than that little mistake he made with under a minute to go in regulation with the score tied, he played awesome. He played he played great. Made a really great glove save in the in in the game. He kept your he kept the Bruins in it. If it and here's the thing, if it wasn't for him, they probably would have lost the game three to two. But he had a great game last night. 
awesome game. I mean, what can you say? He's he's one of the top elite goalies in the league, and he came up. He showed it last night. He came up big, and I'm just wondering what's going to happen Friday. Does Cassidy go with go with him again, or does he go with Halak again, or does he go with Halak? And it's going to be a tough choice, but I would have to go with with the way Tuca played last night. I would have to go with playing him again on Friday. So we'll just have to see what, what Cassidy does come Friday night. Now, after Friday's game, the Bees are going to take a short bus trip to Uniondale for a game against the Islanders on Saturday night. Now, speaking of, you know, the whole New York, New York area, New York State is allowing fans uh, at games with a 10% capacity uh, starting on February 23rd. Now, got me thinking, maybe Massachusetts isn't going to be too far behind and fans will be able to attend games at the TD Garden. You know, maybe maybe they hold off for a little bit and maybe decide to let fans in at, when the playoffs start. You know, they may say, hey, we're going to allow fans at the Garden, but not until the playoffs, which wouldn't be too bad. Now, I don't know how tickets would be sold. I would expect season ticket holders would be the would have to be a priority. Um, it all depends on the capacity. You know, does Massachusetts do like New York and start out with a 10% capacity? Or do they do 25? So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what happens um, as we get closer to the playoffs. And, you know, maybe Massachusetts decides to start opening things up as far as you know, to TD Garden or Fenway Park and stuff like that. Now, Bruce Cassidy confirmed that Jet St- Jack Stanika is down in Providence practicing with the Baby Bees. Um, he wants Stanika to play some games uh, on the wing down in Providence, and I think this is a good idea right now. Putting him on the putting him on the taxi squad isn't going to really help him with his game. The kid needs ice time, and he's not going to get anywhere with everyone on the big club being healthy again. So it's a good move on on their part to send him down there, let him play more wing, because the Bruins have a, plenty of depth at center. I mean, they have Bergeron, Krejci, Coyle, Corrali, so you're you're set there. So having him play on the wing, especially on the right side, would benefit him because this way, when if you know they when they bring him back up. He can go sit on the right right wing with David Krejci and, you know, maybe gel something there. Um, maybe, you know, because you're going to have Richie there. You're going to have Richie. You're going to have Krejci. You know, you can probably try, you know, take Smith off that line and put in, and put in Stadnika. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Bruins have planned for Jack Stanika when he when um, when they feel like he's ready to come back to the team. So I really like that idea of sending a kid down and keeping him down there for a while until he you know gets gets used to playing his new position. I mean, when Brad Marchand was began playing, he was a center. And they moved him to the wing, and everything seems to have worked out well for that guy. So maybe doing this will help Stadnika on you know make it to, make it to the big club again as a winger. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, we still have Kasha who's still sitting there. We don't know what his status is going to be. You know, his status could easily 
you know, be, you know, sitting there in a taxi squad waiting, you know, waiting to play. So we really don't know what's what's going to happen with, you know, as far as Kasha goes, you know, is he in, is he out? You know, now that DeBrusque is back and he's playing well with that third line, you know, we're just going to have to see what the line, how these lines are going to work out now that everybody's healthy. Because I have a feeling that DeBrusque is going to be more comfortable with Coyle and Bjork. And, you know, Frederick is going to be more comfortable with Corrali and Wagner, which was originally, that was originally going to be the line in the first, that fourth line was going to be those three guys uh, all during training camp. So maybe finally Cassidy has the lines he's was looking at, you know, at training camp. So that's a good thing. If you have a question for me, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413 or go to my Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. So thanks for listening to this special edition of Believe in Boston Bruins. I figured last night I was after the game. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a, a podcast today. Maybe piss off some Ranger fans today. I did a little bit of that. Thanks for listening and have a great week. And go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.